minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show, episode 125. What's going on? How are we? I haven't spoken to you. I mean, this is Monday. So yep. it's been the whole weekend. What the fuck is up? I know. It's, uh, well, because on Fridays we have our interview episode and we had Leon Shergren, uh on the show. So, yeah, it's been since Thursday since we've had a chat. And you've currently relocated. I'm in the same place as always. I'm in Collingwood in HQ holding down the fort. Great. And you, where are you now? Uh, I'm currently in Florence. It is uh, just after 6 a.m. here on Monday morning. Beautiful. It gets uh, it's the sun rises. I think about five thirty. So it's um, yeah, it's beautiful. I'm looking out this this hotel that we're staying at, which is called Hotel Golf uh, in Florence. And um, it, the, <laughs> has it got anything to do with the sport golf? Well, I don't know, but I will show you. Have a look at the the key ring that comes with. Yes, yeah, so it does. With. <laughs> <laughs> it's a golf ball. It's a golf ball the, on the end of a key ring. It's giving Bree the shits having to get... We ended up just handing it to reception every time we went out because it's like quite a heavy key ring to have to deal with. But um, oh, How annoying. Yeah. Now, Florence is one of my favourite Italian cities. Mm. It's great. Yeah. What What have you loved? Just a little quick update on it. Um, um, what what what's, what's been your vibe? Oh, man, I've just been just constantly eating. There's been a lot of eating going on. And um, I can tell, and just and walking, man. I feel like I've leaned. I haven't weighed myself, but I reckon I've um, leaned out because I haven't done less than twenty thousand steps since we've been away. Yeah, that wasn't a dig at your, your visual weight. I've seen your Instagram, <laughs> mate. It's uh, I haven't it's even just posted. A, you've my become food. a food blogger. I haven't even posted my food on uh, Instagram. I feel like you're getting com- shushed. Com- you're getting shushed. Oh, I'm actually getting shushed. Can you hear that? Bree, yeah, uh, I can hear that. Uh, Bree's, Bree's asleep. She she, apolog- so if you, she if apologized you, the other day because she um, said, Josh, halfway through the uh, the episode. Yeah, because Bree is, a, is currently well, asleep. So if you've just, uh, this is your first episode of the Daily Talk Show. Josh and I have been doing it for over six months now, every weekday. And Josh is now traveling. So this is a massive commitment on Bree's behalf, not yours. Uh, Bree's sleeping every episode because it's currently like 6am where you are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's been happening? What have Crazy. I missed? Oh, uh, well, my, uh, I, I'm getting sick again. It's, I said to Amy, my cold's had a rebrand because <laughs> I, Amy got sick from me and then I caught whatever Amy got and I was thinking, these things have like a, a different brand every time. So it's like my cold's just <laughs> a rebranded. More, a bit more snotty nosed this time or, or what's... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. But um, Bodie and I, we went swimming on Saturday morning. We woke up and I wanted to give Amy some time to just recover because she hasn't been well. And Indoor so, swimming, I'm guessing, man, with the weather? Oh, bloody oath. Yeah, yeah we went to um, the uh, Melbourne Sports and Aquatic Centre, yeah. MSAC. And so, packed his bag. He was going mental. And so, I was just wanting to get him out. And he loves swimming. So, we, we drove there 15 minutes, parked the car. It's freezing cold, like raining. It's the complete opposite of where you are right now. And we got into this pool. I paid my 11 bucks for us to both get in. Went to the change rooms. I forgot his fucking pajamas. No, not his pajamas. I forgot his fucking swim. He was in his pajamas. I forgot his swimmers. Oh, no. I forgot his bathers. 
So there's no, there was no swimming. Eleven bucks is that like a is that a standard cost? Do you have to pay that for Bodhi as well as you? Nah, it's just a one person cost. Okay. And Bodhi gets in free. Oh, perfect. But far yeah. out. If you split that down the middle, it's a bit more reasonable per person. Yeah. But it's outrageous. So we forgot the we forgot the anyway. Ended up going back on the Sunday, and um, and he and he loved it. But I had this conversation with this dude. It's so funny when you become a parent, you in, you observe other people like James, our good mate. I'll say now because yeah, yeah. he. he if we transitioned um, into though, this is big news. Stop, everyone, <laughs> if you if you've just joined us, uh, James has been Tommy's best mate for the good part of twenty years, and yeah. <laughs> I've I've mentioned multiple times that I am now in fact James's mate. I've transitioned into that yeah. point, and it's now official. Well, mate, Episode one twenty five. You've never you've never had the boys and finally you've got the boys. Yeah, I'm very excited. What are we going to do? <laughs> what should we do? Get t-shirts with woof woof on them and, and go out Perfect. drinking. I'll organise stickers. I'll organise... We could have an Aperol <laughs> together. You, you may get bashed if you do that. <laughs> That's what we do. We bash the, the, the new the kid who's uh, coming into the group. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I was speaking to James. He's had the baby... He's he's had a baby around the same time, and um, you just you just pick up on a lot of stuff, and you have these conversations you wouldn't normally think that you'd ever be in, and it's just usually with other parents, and it's just about kids stuff, and it's weird because you don't even think that you'd ever be in this situation. Anyway, I was talking to this old old man in the um, it's like a hydro pool, mm. and it's really warm. You'd actually like it. It's a uh, yeah. And anyway, we're, we're talking any. And he's just, oh, you know, the, he, and he just was talking to me. He had like three kids that were all grown up. And he said, you know, it's just having boys is great, but there's nothing like having a baby girl. It's beautiful. And I, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. And he said, you know, she's beautiful. Just talking about Bodhi. <laughs> <laughs> and he just went on and I didn't stop the old, the old cobbler. Do you know why? And he it's was because just, of his fucking mullet. How many times do I have to tell you to <laughs> cut his mullet? We're not cutting his mullet. It is amazing. It's it, it, he's transitioning that into a full uh, ponytail. So he'll continue. He's a pretty boy. That's why I think they. But he was just like, you know what? The boys they love their mummies, but the girls, they you know they they love their daddies. So well done, mate. You, you've done so well. <laughs> I, I couldn't be, break it to him. I'd be so embarrassed if I was you. I know it's not something to really be embarrassed about. But I feel like that would yeah. really embarrass me. Yeah, so Bodie and I got out of the pool, pulled our pants down, flashed him our dicks and said, Sucker! <laughs> You've just been dick-punked. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that... Yeah, it was, it was pretty... Yeah, it's, it was a slow weekend. Very cold here in Melbourne. Yeah. But it's... um Yeah, it's nice indoor indoor weather. You're, so you're really, really good. Much. You're good at uh, speaking with strangers. Which would be very, it'd be very handy on like this trip that I'm currently on if I had you around to to speak to people. But yeah. um, I, what's your fear? What do you? Oh, what's it's what's not your a fear? fear. It's, de- it's probably the opposite of a fear. It's a uh, it's a love, it's, but yeah. you don't do it. <laughs> no, it's just like it's a. Um, I, I just I don't know. I just don't feel. Yeah, maybe maybe it is a fear. I don't know. Just interacting with people, unless it's unless it's a must. But the thing that's been uh, 
driving me crazy at the moment is the um the people on the street who are like I've I know I've spoken about being sort of hustled um before mm. but the one that's very common in uh, Florence is uh, these guys come up to you and they sort of put a um uh, a bracelet uh, on your arm oh, no. and then basically ask for coin and um Shit. I'd I'd just uh, made a purchase at H&M bought some sockets um as part of the um con- continuing the the Josh Jansen rebrand and he oh, yeah, um yep. uh this guy came up to me and he said something he asked me how I was going and I didn't know what what would you do in that moment would you engage oh, I'd be so annoyed I'd see as much as I talk to strangers I also will, will tell them how how it is like if I get if no 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 I don't stop for those yeah, you know, beggars. It's like this fine line where you you engage, you feel sorry for them, but mm. that's their whole ploy. They're looking for the person that feels sorry, well, to then get the cash out of them. That's what I'm trying to work out because I I literally wrote down on Trello. I was thinking about it over the weekend. You just before we went away, we were um we were on a shoot and we walked past a guy, and as we we're walking past, you just before you got to him, you stopped and you got some money out, and. And I was thinking, oh, he's, Tommy's going to give this guy some money. This is interesting. And you gave him some money and then you had this conversation with him. Oh, yeah. And, and I was uh, like, I was not shocked, but I was like intrigued. It questioned my own sort of, you know, my the way that I do do things. Because I, I don't really do that. Mm. And I felt, I felt uh, it opened my eyes to like, oh, you know, being nice to people, having a conversation. Mm-hmm. That nah, type of thing. Nah. So that guy that you're talking about, he was a homeless guy who lives in St Kilda. So it's my cousin. It's um, no, <laughs> he. he uh, he's no. I know a bit about him. I've had a few conversations with him. So I was surprised to see him in the city, and it turned out that he'd been kicked out of St Kilda, and he wasn't allowed to sleep in Ackland Street anymore. So he um, he moved house. But so how do you build that relationship then? So how do you like? Obviously, there is a point where you are going to have a conversation with him. See, this is... I met him through Amy. Yeah. <laughs> He's Amy's mate. <laughs> no, did I... Do you know about... Um, what's his name? Far out. Um, oh, God. Let's call him Bob until I remember his name. Amy had this homeless friend called Bob who lived under how, the train bridge. I love how you've just really committed to his name. You've set it up as this is not his name and then you've gone hard. No, I'm going to remember. Bob. So his name's Bob. <laughs> I'll... I'll, I'll remember it's on the tip of my tongue okay. and, I, and so he'd been live he'd been homeless for 25 30 years and amy had befriended him and he was really lovely and sure he smelt like metho when yeah. you went close to him um but he obviously had his problems and amy became quite good friends with him she would buy him like dvds because he had he had this car parked next to his home under the like he, he had like it was basically his his backyard was underneath the train bridge yeah. next to this power box. But you're saying he had a, he had a DVD player because otherwise it'd be very yeah, cruel. Yeah, because he had a... He's got 150 so he had, DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he had a DVD player and it was a little portable one with a screen. And so, yeah, she would buy him stuff. But she once went there and he was cooking and 
I can imagine your reaction to this. He offered her some chicken and she he cooked it in front of her mm. and gave her some chicken. Uh-huh. And I said, why the fuck did you eat that? Yeah. But and and I I think this just shows the difference between me and Amy. I'm thinking, oh yuck, that's disgusting. You don't know if it's dirty or not. Yeah. But she was really good friends with this guy, and he would always like give her wine. And immediately you think my mind goes sex pest. Like yeah. fucking watch out, this guy's home. Like it's stereotyping. Yeah. Like no tomorrow. Mm. And in some cases it might be fair, but I met him and he was actually really lovely. And she tried to help him get some housing. And like organised an appointment and he ended up just not wanting it. He'd just been on the streets for over 20 years. He had kids. Anyway, so Amy, Amy is one to engage. You know, she's got sponsored children. She's got who actually one ran away. Um, what do you mean, they, do you like, mean they ran away? Yeah, you know, you you might back in the day, might not now, but you go over to friends' houses and they've got like their sponsored child photo yeah, yeah, on yeah. their fridge. So she had one and he ran away. He fled the village. And so they were just like, hey, so they just said, hey, did they give give her a new child or what's the protocol? I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know what happened to to the little fella. The but yeah, boy. so Amy engages. Yeah, and so when we went, to, so if anything, I'm a more like ignore, ignore, not trying to be an asshole, but if you, if you acknowledge one, why aren't you acknowledging all or you know like if you start it's it's going to be this never-ending cycle especially in europe so when we were there amy found it really tough because in italy especially there's a lot of homeless yeah and there's a lot of people especially when you get down to like um uh towards sorrento there's some pretty like dodgy places down there and dodgy meaning just people are desperate and so that's where there's more and more homeless and gypsies on the train and um, they're just, yeah, it's pretty wild. And so Amy would engage and I just have to tell it, please stop, don't, 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 don't. And it's this fine line of being nice or being an arsehole. I think that you have to go this in between because yeah. if you, if you, yeah, there's a lot of devastation in the world. And if you, and if you thought about it all or stopped, try give it your time, you would have no time. Well, I had the same conversation with Brie where she, um, I showed her like a perfect example. I told her not to engage and then I, we saw as soon as she said no thank you or like said something back straight away they start engaged mm. and they start walking with you um but the mm. the interesting one with this guy outside of H&M is I didn't I was on my own didn't really I was trying to work out I was, I was standing still it wasn't like I was walking I was waiting for Bree out the front so mm. I was going to be there for a while and so I just sort of paused for a second um and then just said no no english <laughs> and then he said italian and i just sort of shook my head he said german i shook my head he said french <laughs> i just shook my head <laughs> and then he he, ended- he walked off what the fuck was that guy <laughs> yeah i know so i was going to um yeah i i feel like i need maybe a better cover story i was thinking of saying that like bahasa mm. indonesian um, because it feels like it's obscure enough, maybe. Yeah, interesting. I think there's, uh, yeah. If you were a really sensitive person traveling through Europe, you, it would be very hard for you. Mm. It's and mate, imagine going to India. Yeah, like it is. You know, there's uber rich. My friend who lived in India was saying that he lived in a compound, and this was in New Delhi, 
And he said that the rich people driving Lamborghinis down dirt fucking roads that should be driven with four drives. Yeah. Like, they just don't give a shit. There's like, and then next minute, there's like hundreds of homeless people on the street. So, that, that, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Well, I, I did have you, one thought, but I, I feel like this is not okay. And I feel like you might be a mm. good sort of moral compass. I was going to pretend, like I was thinking about it afterwards. I'm like, how could I get out of this without having to say anything? And then I thought, what about if I pretend that I'm deaf? <laughs> no, mate, this is the equivalent of pretending that you're disabled in a disabled park. You can't do it. I think you just have to go. I can't spread my, like do something good in in your life so that you can feel okay about just not engaging with the gypsies in europe yeah donate but get a sponsored child buy a goat okay so you think if i buy a goat i can just ignore everyone and that's probably better than pretending that you're deaf because i did think that i reckon (laughs) i think i think that's the go it sounds horrible but you could yeah you you can't you can't engage well, with everybody well, I saw, it'd be a so hard s- trip straight after I, I um, told the guy I didn't speak English he went to this family and they were an American family there was like a couple and the two kids and they were like real smiley like the, he comes up and says oh hey uh, that's what he said he said to me he said Americana like you from Amer- America and um, he did the same thing to, to this family and they were like yeah, and they're like big smiles, and then he like gets oh, no. goes to his bag and he puts the bracelet around um, on all the kids, and then you t- I'm just watching from a distance, and then you see like them being awkward and standing there for a bit, and he's sort of real close to them, and then sure enough, like the dad has to go to his backpack and get out cash. I got photos of it. I could put one on the Insta story. Have Have you seen any of the? Like near the train station, Firenze train station, mm. there's like um, a bunch of these dudes line the streets with these like uh, sunglass and bag stalls. Oh, so and then when someone, so someone, many. and then there's like a police officer walks and they just like fold up their table and run off. Have you seen that? I haven't, yet? I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them um, run off, but I have seen so pop, many pop up tables. I've seen so many of the, the pop up tables or the, uh, yeah, laying out all of the bits and bobs. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. Another thing I um I haven't even admitted this to Amy, so if she's hearing it for the first time, I uh, I I accused her of having bad breath. Um, <laughs> and I was just kind goes, of leaving the house. Goes like, off. Oh. Always, always goes down well when you say that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I accused her, and um, and then realised that I got to the car. It was it was Bodie's bad breath. <laughs> <laughs> Better than yours. Um, yeah, I'm. That's, I'm paranoid. Yeah, one of the best trolls um, is uh, if I t- accuse Brie of farting, and she said no, maybe it's <laughs> breath. You know, like, it's a real <laughs> troll. Oh my god! So when we were living in Shep, or when I was living in Shepparton, and Amy would come from Sydney and fly to Melbourne, then come up to Shepparton on the bus. Um, she was staying over, and we were sitting on the couch, and we I lived with my friend Kel. Who I think you've met. Yeah. Um, Good friends anyway, of Kel. Yeah. We were sitting on, on Instagram. Friends yeah, of, friends yeah. Woof, both woof. Of us. He's part of the. He's got glasses. Part of the, um, the, Likes yes. to write. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Guess who? Yeah, n- no, I'm describing my mate, Cal. 
<laughs> so anyway, Amy's sitting on my lap. We're watching TV. Kel's sitting next to me on a two-seater. And you see, I think I just got to stop fucking accusing people of having bad breath because I was thinking Amy's breath is fucked. <laughs> and she, and turned out that she was thinking Tommy's breath is fucked. So we're both thinking it. We hadn't said anything to each other. And then she said, can you smell that? And at that point I'd been thinking about it. So I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I thought that was <laughs> if your the, breath. If this, you is, see, if this story ends in it was Cal's breath, I feel very bad for <laughs> Cal right now. <laughs> no, no. So I was like, then what is that? And I was sniffing around. I said, can you stand up, Amy? And I was sniffing the couch. Oh, no. And then I smelt ne- I lifted up the couch. couch. Don't sniff the couch. No, I lifted up the cushion on the couch. There is a fucking dead mouse that I had killed by sitting down because it was it had crawled underneath the uh, the cushion, and so we're accusing each other of bad breath, and it was a dead mouse that was smelling. That is that's revolting. We were in like a new. A state like a, a new new house, and so what had happened? We got a a mouse plague. Did you know that that shit happens? Like you fully no. got a mouse plague that just moved into the house, and there was like tw- ten or fifteen mice living because they everywhere. see sort of a, a so new building. Bad. They're like, we're gonna we're gonna squat. Yeah, well, there was like some paddocks around it sure. that were all like you could imagine, like a little. M- bunch of mice running through and so they just got in and it was warm and then one dumbass mouse got up under the underneath the cushion that's and so, so gross oh, it, it reminds fun. me but having a, a um a mouse squashed reminded me of a story um that my mum would tell when she was a kid and um there is it's pretty horrible actually but uh there was a kid who loved their dog and they would uh, they put it in a pram and they um hugged it so tight they squeezed the dog and killed the dog I know. and then put it what? had it, had the dog in the pram and so like they've they've gone to my mum's house and uh my grand my mum's mum was like oh, you better go home cuz the uh the dog was actually <laughs> dead in the pram <laughs> what? How old was the person that squeezed it? I have it? no idea. I don't know the details. This this story is probably fifty years old. But the th- the thing is that I think that's actually a condition of um, people who love animals so much they actually can't contain it and they squeeze them. I had a kid. Yeah, that I loved I, went my, to... I loved my dogs. Yeah, but you didn't squeeze them. Never... <laughs> well, so you didn't have the condition. It's probably the same type of condition that gets annoyed when someone eats. They also squeeze animals too hard, maybe. I don't know if they're connected. Probably different disorders. So, it's like a, a medical condition. Yeah. I had one Holy kid shit. who I went to school with who... Um, we had a, a whole farm at Mosgill Park Primary School. And um, Ian Nottage, my teacher, he, he grew up in like... Um, I think near Echuca. And so, he when he uh, would teach, he would have a whole farm. We had... Um, what what animals that we had sheep we had like calves calves or calves anyway we had small cows chickens but guinea pigs I remember there was a kid who squeezed and killed the guinea pigs and I think he was <laughs> but I think he was just a psychopath 
Mate, uh, we I think who was uh, talking with someone recently, and it was around what animal? Oh yeah, on the weekend, what animal? If you came back, would you want to be? And we're just talking about how you'd never want to fucking be a guinea pig. Those things have it hard, man. Did you hear? I don't know if this is true or not, but this was the rumor flying around when we were young was that if you hold a guinea pig up upside down, its eyes fall out. <laughs> it's probably not true. Yeah, I don't want to don't want to try it. It sounds like the Panadol seagull thing. But yeah, that's, I think if, if I was to come back as an animal, I'd come back. I mean, yeah, it dep- I think probably an elephant. That'd be pretty cool. Why? I don't know. What if, just, what if, what if hang on, hang on. Is that because you have a photo of you on top of an elephant? <laughs> so you- no, I have a real thing for elephants, but I actually had a wooden... Do you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a wooden elephant that I brought back from Thailand and Brie wouldn't allow it in the house. I've actually got footage of uh in my home office of her at night i caught her going in my camera had night vision she went in and took the elephant and put it outside anyway brie told me that when we moved she got rid of it and i've been pretty upset about that because it was sort of it was our first overseas trip. i saw i saw what it was a doorstop it was being used as a doorstop outdoors was that it yeah and brie chucked it i like that elephant yeah Bree said that we couldn't have it in the house because the elephant's trunk was placed down and that's bad luck. It needs to be placed up. But I guess that one cost extra or something. So she's superstitious about your elephant? No, nah, she's not superstitious. No, she's, she's, I think that she's reverse engineered that. I think she hated the elephant and then she's now talked about, you know, made her trunk an issue. Uh, her or he. Well, you know what? You need to come home with an elephant. Yeah, well... <laughs> literally we've been when we stayed when we were house sitting you would have seen that house had a lot of um cool travel memorabilia right like they would ju- they just had some random sticks that looked expensive and some artwork and there's been multiple times where i've seen things that i'm like if brie and i had a house that we owned and that we actually decorated it would be cool to get a few little things do you do you collect stuff when you go overseas no, nah, we just felt like we needed to buy something. We bought Bodie a bib, uh, the very first thing that we'd bought. Our <laughs> no, no, this was when we were over in Europe. We, he never wore it, and so it was. A, Wait, Bodie was silly. Per- Bodie wasn't born then, was he? No, no, but he was in Amy's stomach. Yeah, okay, sure. So, so we, uh, yeah, so we we bought something. But I think that's the the trap of being on. That's another trap is uh, souvenirs. Yeah, it's like, bullshit. You don't have to buy souvenirs. Yeah. Yeah. When you were traveling. Mate, it's a life trap. Do you know? So the reason I haven't brought up a life trap segment today was because I was going to work on a song, but maybe I just do it li- live. Ready? So it won't have the a music. A song. A song. It w- well, it's a, hang on, it's hang on. You've got one shot. Okay. You've got one shot. It could be produced. I'll, I'll just give it Wh- a go. D- what do you want to be known for? Here we go. The guy who can do it live. <coughs> Here we go. Life trap. Baby, life trap, life trap, yeah, life trap. That's where it's at, life trap. See, the problem with doing you've it live... you just stolen... Yeah, it's Love Shack. you just stole a song. Yeah. It's Love Shack. Nah. It's a great karaoke song. Can I not do that? If you get a real produced um, beat, it would sound I'm good. happy with that. Jeez, you, you would have actually thought, sound quite good. If you thought that uh, I was annoying Bray while she's trying to sleep when I'm doing the podcast, <laughs> imagine... 
her waking up right now to me <laughs> singing Life Trap, which is a great song. Um, but no, that is a, a Life Trap would be around um, the the souvenir stuff because I'm 100% on your side. We, ju- we don't need this shit in our life. Definitely don't need shit. Yeah. And the, because it will probably end up in, in our office. Exactly. If you get it. And the other thing too is... Um, did you see Breezy? I don't know if I've spoken about it on the show. On the show? Um, the <laughs> Bree did an Insta story the other day asking if anyone had any suggestions on how she could send stuff back to Melbourne. Have we spoken about this? Oh, no, we haven't. But I did see that that um, she put up something about that. Yeah. So, Bree and I had been arguing on the lead up to the trip about how much to bring. And I was telling her, bring less, bring less. You don't need that much stuff. Bring less, bring less. We're a week in and she has basically said, I've brought too much stuff. I need to... She brought like denim jackets and like a leather jacket, like (laughs) stuff that you're just not going to need in the summer in Europe. And so now she's uh, wanting to send it all back in the mail post so the, here's, a, here's a trap in Thailand. Yeah. So my brother went over there years ago and bought up a whole bunch of stuff and he thought, I'm, I don't want to take this back with me. I don't want to have to pay for extra luggage. Silly move because he went to a place that you could ship stuff back to Australia. Mm-hmm. It never got there. Really? <laughs> that, that's, so a, if, that's a pretty fucked life trap, isn't it? It's, it's fucked. And so I reckon they just literally took the box out the back and then put it back into the stores or sold it off. So if you are going to do it, like we're just going to go to a post premium. office. Yeah, but I think he, or maybe it was it. I mean, Thailand, you probably got a bit different, you know, thing going on there. I don't know. I feel like Italy's probably got its own fair bit of corruption. I, I'm nervous because so then, I'm about to. Uh, uh, after this, we're going to have breakfast, go on a train, and then I'm picking up a rental car. Yeah. In Europe, it's p- driving on the other side of the road. Mm. Little Fiat. Yeah. But I, I am nervous because I know that... Um, I remember Sylvia Jeffries telling us a story about when she was travelling and they had their rental car and they all of a sudden, the, they went to the car park that they'd kept it and it was gone. There's apparently some rort mm. where they just like fucking have an extra pair of keys. They see where you park your car and they take it and it's an insurance job. Mm. The, are you going to Greece? Are you going to Mykonos or Santorini? Uh, yeah, I think we are. It's all very up in the air at the moment, but I think, yeah, I think we will We will head there. Um, because you, you hire, like you're on an island and so you can hire, don't hire a scooter if, if, if you do. Hire a four-wheeler. They're much safer in terms of you don't need balance like you do when you're riding a scooter or just don't go. I'd probably recommend you get neither because I'm worried about your safety. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Appreciate it. Just just knowing knowing your skills on uh, two-wheelers, four-wheelers <laughs> or one-wheelers for that matter. But it, you, you literally just, you, you can lock your scooter, you can lock your four-wheeler up. But literally I, there's just, they, they are everywhere. And so you end up just leaving it in a space. So I don't know if this is a car park for four-wheelers. Like yeah. everyone's parking here, but... Is this gate going to get locked? And so, fuck, traveling is like, looking back, it's like if that got stolen, that would have been a fee of 900 euros or something ridiculous yeah. that they could have milked. But I even asked, I asked the people when I left 
um, the higher place. They're like, yeah, look, no one cares here. You're on an island. How ca- how far can it go? It's yeah, that's like what they say. That's one what they say at the beginning, right? <laughs> Until you lose exactly. it. Exactly. I think you, I think you'll be fine driving, but just because where are you going? So we're going to a, going to a little village. We're going to a medieval town. I forgot, Breeza. What's the town called? Serrano. It's uh, Serrano. I think it's uh, S O R. How is it spelled, Breezy? I can't remember. S E R O N A R A N O. Yes. Oh yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm looking at it. Thank you. It looks nice. Uh, yeah. So it's like a medieval village. It's like pretty pretty random. But I just searched on Airbnb and found th- this guy who he's written a, a book on Tuscany. He's a um, makes his own bread. He's like super lovely, and he rents out a second apartment or like place that he has. So we'll um we'll be staying there for seven days, which <coughs> my whole thing is I just want to really chill, but um yeah we'll see. I think Bree's slightly worried that I'm just going to go <laughs> a bit bit rogue with not having much to do. Oh, uh, meaning you 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 need something because that's seven days sounds like you can just chill. But you can't just chill. Is that what she's saying? Yeah, she's she's saying that seven days in one spot is um, going to drive me crazy. So we'll we'll see. Or go like it's not fi- like you could do day trips well, that's down why to the got water. The car. Yeah, there's this beautiful like natural springs or some shit. I can't remember what it's called, but I'll I'll be able to report there. Hopefully, we make it all okay in the car. But um, I've done the no, US and stuff. No. I think it's just a bit of a different kettle of fish when you're. Um, in a country with a different language so we'll see it's fucking it's amazing how like i put my trust in the people that are driving us around europe like when you get into a a van or like someone from the hotel it's like for for some reason i assume trust in this person's ability yeah well we just had friends that uh they've just gone to the amalfi coast and it looks beautiful where they're staying and um they said that uh they'd been fucked by a taxi driver already um, trying to screw them over. Just clarify yeah. when you, they, when you they say tried to screw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Far just, out. Yeah, yeah. So either, either. All right. Well, <laughs> well, you hopefully you're gonna have good reception there. I've already said to Chris, can, the Airbnb guy. Chris, it doesn't sound like an Italian name, but uh, I've already mentioned to Chris about the the podcast and that I'd need internet. So I've uh, I've Great. also gone into. Uh, three and vodafone and, and double checking for data type stuff and he'll have internet as well so yeah the daily talk show will continue hang on they have three over yeah in europe they have three yeah. as in three the old phone company yeah. that was the magic in Australia. number yeah um, three yeah far out i remember three stores and they brought out like their own three phones yeah well there was three phones that thing do you remember there was also orange orange used yes orange was they got they bought they came together yeah but they i think orange oh, do you remember crazy johns that's where i used to get my phones from dad had a business account <coughs> and yeah it would go to oh. go to crazy johns but he died of a heart attack i think but there, he was a big supporter of um the afl footy show i just man it's so funny how businesses are such a big part of your life i mean it sounds weird saying but i just remember being very <laughs> excited going to crazy john's and getting a phone getting a motorola flip my, my dad got me my first contract at three 
But um, oh, we had, Josh, we've had a few uh, sticker requests come in. So I saw I the email from Michelle. Until- I've got Michelle. Uh, my one responsibility was to organise <laughs> the Europe section of the stickers, and uh, you are the only one that fits within that category. Uh, I'm I'm onto it. Well, I've decided that when Brie goes to uh, send off her clothes back to Australia, I'm going to do the sticker run. So it we said okay. that the tenth, right? So today's the ninth. So people have one more day. Yeah, tomorrow tomorrow's episode will will uh, we'll say that you can still get them. So, hi at the dailytalkshow.com if you want stickers, put in the subject line stickers and then just whack your details in. Yeah, like your address. Already uh, started bring it bring it together and um, you'll get some stickers soon, guys. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, I'll be uh, speaking to you from a medieval village. I'm slightly nervous. I just had the, a moment of being like I wonder if it's going to be those toilets where you can't put toilet paper in the toilet and you know, just thinking of worst case scenarios. <laughs> but um, yeah. Now I reckon you'll be good. Italy, Italy's better than Greece because it's like it's a massive, massive. Italy's a massive, massive island. Yeah. As opposed to Mykonos being a tiny little fucking yeah they can't. dot yeah. on on the earth that makes sense so that daily talk show everyone and also just send us emails too if you uh if you've got any ideas of how i can get out of uh people trying to scam me for my money that would be appreciated or if you've got a life trap of your own as well now that i've got mm. my own um song it's uh this segment is mm. official and um don't send through saying that i said that italy's an island it's attached to the mainland. Okay, great. So, uh, fuck. What if they've they've probably down the bottom? Already, all, so you could say anything. I don't like that. Was that's yeah. I need to I need to really improve my um my general knowledge. One thing I do You're know going to the is the reason that there's rings on the side of build. Like I want to learn and understand. Like this is resonant res how do you say it? Renaissance. Yeah, Renaissance. Thank you. Or like this is gothic. I think gothic has like a pointy bit in the arch. But anyway, I want to understand what all that shit means because I'm going to these tours and they assume, I guess, a primary school level of knowledge and I'm just obviously not there. <laughs> so it makes it very difficult. You, you're, going, you're actually going to the heel of the boot. So the Italian, like, it looks like a boot and then the heel is where this medieval town is located. Is it really so in the heel? Uh, it's near the... It's sort of... A, yeah, it's, it's close to Rome, isn't it? It's like a, a hundred, couple of hundred k's from Rome. We'll have to. What I, where I've put in is nowhere near there. Okay, give me a sec. But let's let's clarify before people think I'm going to somewhere that I'm not. Let me look on my Airbnb and I'll tell you exactly where it is. Okay, which you, <laughs> we we know how ten, temperamental the internet is. So, um, I might completely go. Let's have a look. I'm just going into logging into my Airbnb, um, app. It is, so I am staying uh, Serrano, S-O-R-A-N-O, in Grosseto, Tuscany. Ah, yes. There you go. I don't know what we said before. Serrano. Yeah, I mean, that looks looks 10 times better than the place I was just looking at. (laughs) I didn't want to break it to you. I was looking at this shithole. Serrano, Serrano. (laughs) 
Okay, this How looks, many people that looks better. Listen to a little bit of the episode and think that you think that fucking Italy is whatever you said it was that it's not, and I'm going to some place anyway. I guess people will just we'll have to clarify it on the next. <laughs> we we'll have to. Oh, actually, can we close closing the loop? Can you go into Trevor Long's email and give us the uh, the different pronunciations of the Chinese mobile phone companies? Okay, so Trevor, thank you for actually. Writing it, writing the pronunciation out in, in layman's terms. So the first one, I think it's Jiao Mi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jiao Mi. Yeah. Uh, then of course there's Weiwei. <laughs> Go on. I would read it as Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one's um, Opal, which is spelled O P P O. And. Um, those three are the ones, the dominant phone companies in the Chinese market. There we go. That we'll is clo- all. Close the loop. Yeah, because I did, um, I was talking about, I think I was calling one of them Yaoi or something, which I think might have yeah, been. Yeah, I think that's Hawaii. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> the, the, that's the one that I was trying to say. So, there you go. It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Feel free to send us emails. We're also on Instagram. Instagram. What are you going to Instagram today? Got anything interesting to, to, to show us, TJ? Probably just me, me eating a Savlaki. <laughs> living the dream all right we'll see you tomorrow everyone bye (laughs) see you guys